the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here for the next two hours. And we, meaning Kurt and Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell, Alan, my son. And my name is Mark Salem, and both of us are from a repair shop in South Tempe. Nevertheless, now's the time to get in, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to be here for two hours, and this is kind of the format of the show. You call us up and tell us what year, make, and model you have, and then talk about the symptoms. Um, we're not real interested in what the guy at Google said. We, we want to have a give and take. So we ask you, does it do it hot? And you say yes or no, or cold, and left and right, and up and down. And we're really good at uh, settling arguments between husbands and wives. Kurt, Mark, <laughs> you don't like that idea. I, I'm, I'm not interested in that one. <laughs> okay. I'll help. I'll help you and your wife. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll take the responsibility then, you big wussies. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy in getting uh, the appropriate response um, and 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 digesting and trying to mediate or arbitrate the complaint between the husband and the wife. And you've been doing that for like 45 years or something. I have been. And the, the success, <laughs> my grade so far, it comes from Renee. And she's yeah. still with me after 47 or whatever. Well, that, that's good. But I did marry when she was nine. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's important to know that. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Just down the street from you is Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. Full service, family-owned operation, Deer Valley, North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and I met, I think, in 1968, somewhere around there, during that period of time, and then later in the 70s, because he opened up in 1983, and he was a salesman for the Bear Engine Diagnostic Analysis, and and or was he with John Rang back then, selling the, that other big... Son? No, it wasn't Son. It, oh yeah. Um, there was an, there, there was the war of the two big yeah. engine analyzers. Yeah. And uh, John had one, and then uh, Bear had the other, uh. or whatever it was. But anyway, I've known Tom that long, and so have you. I seventeen in Deer Valley Action Auto Repair is a good guy to try. Okay, this is what happens so many times in my world is is that that people call in, and I'm going to throw things that I have in my head right now that have were last week, okay? Okay. And then you guys comment. I've got 140,000 miles on my car, and I'm, I am I just need to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> we have cars in the shop with twice that on them. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, and so I think what they're saying is, is I'm scared. That's a lot of miles. Yeah. I'm yeah. scared. I, I know the transmission 
I don't know about the transmission. I don't know about the air conditioning. And I don't know. It, and there is a difference between what it used to be when, yes. when Kurt, Kurt and I were younger. 100,000 was a mark back then. If it made it that yeah. far. <laughs> that's what we were shooting for. <laughs> that's exactly right. If that's what we were shooting for. Yeah. So when you look at the big picture, you guys help me out. Engines. Life. life, And, and give me a, a brain. Is, can we say in the last 20 years, engines will last? Since yeah. semiconductors. Sense computers. Let's go since OBD2, 96 and up. Okay. Okay. So that's five. That's 25 years. Yeah. Right. Uh, two to 300 is very easy. I mean, a lot of them will start showing early wear around 200, and but they'll run another 100 a lot of times on top of that as long as they were well-maintained. And what you're talking about, to clarify for everybody else, is is that we start using a little oil, we start blowing, leaking a little oil, we start. There's some kind of symptoms that is telling us that the end is somewhere in the next hundred mile, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And so when we get up to the, but today it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Two or three hundred. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Easy. But what have you seen? What have you seen in gas motors or diesel motors? What's the top end on the original motor? Uh, we, that one Mustang that we were living yeah, and driving. It was like 330, and it was still original engine. And it was still running good. We have our Cummins. Is, was it 490, or is it over 5 now? Uh, the, the white Cummins uh, yeah. we got is five fi- right at 550 yeah. right now, and it's all original. A Cummins diesel 5.9. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Just uh, uh, And that's what people are worried about. I'm with you guys in the sense that it's really nothing to worry about. At 140... The transmission doesn't have much more life to live. No, the the new transmissions though with the semiconductors, they they kick line pressures up and stuff, so the wear don't happen near as fast as they used to. Okay. So I have seen transmissions go over two hundred thousand, but yeah, a hundred and fifty to two hundred is usually where you're going to start having issues. What's it, what's it cost to put a tranny in a car or truck of today, Alan, mm. Eric, three to five? Yeah, I was going to say four to six, something like yeah. that, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And and then what's the sales tax on a new car? 10% of $50,000 is about five grand, I think. Okay, that's kind of the comparison I, I yeah. use. I, I say that a lot. You can go buy a new car, but you can fix what you've got wrong times twice for what the sales tax yeah. is, yeah. and that's non-recoverable dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it, and there's lots of, so then, then, then I get... The peop- now, some people want to buy a new car, and they want an excuse why to buy a new car. Right. So you, it doesn't take more than a couple of give and take before you do that. You just say, okay, okay, well, yeah. whatever you want. But I think, finish the sentence, of all the bad engines you see, they died of? Overheat or oil loss. Yeah. Uh, Lack of maintenance. I was just going to say, the, 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 you know, 95% of the failures is customer cost. owner cost yeah they blow a hose and i can make it to the next i can make it to the next exit or um you know oh that that puddle i'll you know next time i get gas i'll put oil in it that's 95 percent of the stuff is yeah it's it's self-inflicted is that is that fair enough yeah the ones that come in on a tow truck that need a motor didn't need a motor before somebody had the radio up too loud or decided to make it like you said to go to the next exit yeah yeah it's it's a hot i get my air conditioning sitting here you know (laughs) Yeah. I was only a mile from home. Have yeah. you ever heard that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of only five. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is that way. It yeah. is that way. So I guess the consensus amongst the group is is the motor's going to die somewhere between three 
north of 250, 300,000 miles unless you damage it by running it low on yeah. oil or overheating it. Fair right. enough. How about diesels? You fill in there. Well, How long? you know, it, it's hard to say again. Uh, overheater. But, yeah, I mean, I have multiple customers over four and over 500,000, 600,000. Okay, and yours has 550 or something? We on got it? one with about 550 on it, and we work on a couple Duramaxes. That last one, I think, it was over 400,000. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's the GMD, yeah. the V8. So, so it's, not uncom- it's not specific to one engine, uh, the, the, the Duramaxes. And I've, I know, I think... Uh, Somebody we both know has got a, a six seven Ford around a two thousand twelve. I think they're well over three hundred thousand on it now. Okay, so finish this one at a time, Eric. First, your your transmission and your passenger car or light truck will fail somewhere in between. Da da. Uh, passenger cars are easy. Um, one fifty to two fifty. It's just. Okay. Depends upon how well you maintenance and stuff like that. And how you abuse it. And if right. you're hauling a horse trailer, you're not supposed to be hauling and all that kind of stuff. Alan? Yeah, I was going to say one to two. Okay. I'm with him. Yeah. And I, I am too. It's not really necessary to worry about your transmission until we're in that second gener- second 100,000-mile uh, wrap, and, and, then, and then it is. Air conditioning systems... Would you go with me like one? They're going to deal with something on a hundred thousand, something major on the AC side, uh, in the first hundred thousand. Actually, it depends upon design of the system. Okay. A low mount compressor will be closer to a hundred. A okay. high mount compressor lasts closer to two. Because of the, the temperature. Because of oil. Okay. Your low mount sludge is easier. So your compressor sludge easier. Yes. Okay. So and this this is the air conditioning compressor you're talking right. about that has oil in it because we have to paint the right, picture right. with our mouth. Sorry. Yeah. So so you're talking about the air conditioning. You, it's been your experience that the air conditioning compressors that are mounted in the lower half of the clock, so three o'clock to nine o'clock, the bottom half of the motor compartment, as opposed to the top half right. of the motor compartment. Right. Is the difference between a hundred thousand miles of life on the AC system and two hundred? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever. I've, I've never heard that. Yeah. No, I, 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 not that I've ever heard. I've never thought about it that way. And neither have I. Neither have I. Okay. Eric spends a lot of time thinking. <laughs> Does I wish he ever work? Once in a while. Does he once in a while? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is one thing I've not been accused of. <laughs> Working or thinking. Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me, Alan. I don't do either. <laughs> Especially thinking. Okay. So so I, I'm telling people I can fix a lot of what you got for the sales tax on a new car. I can Easy. do I can do lots of stuff on your yeah. car, uh, and your insurance is cheaper. And it's not because I want you to not. I want to work on your old car. It's just this is what I tell my mom. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's just kind of this is this is the way it is. Not to mention, working on new cars is expensive and difficult. I mean, between the you know the amount of uh, computerized and and you know these pass throughs and these you know it, 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 yeah they're going to be under warranty. But boy, when they get out of warranty, you're going to be. You're going to pay. Turbocharged direct injections? Yes. They get expensive. And and we're going to talk about that because we're going to come up with rents. But it dovetails nicely into what what I'm talking about. The next thing we're going to talk about is is people still um, have this mentality of um, oil change intervals and all the intervals. Now, we have two different things going on here. Okay? We've got, there are shops in town. There are shops all over the nation. 
that are representing that the time frame in your owner's manual is unusual, unnecessary, and not applicable to our climate our, our climate uh, that we live in. So right now we have, I think you'll agree that many of the newer model cars don't have anything other than 10,000-mile oil changes. And, and there's a whole lot of time between you, when you first have, start having to do maintenance, and many times it's 100,000 miles. Mm-hmm, right. So we're doing nothing but doing 10 oil, cha- or 10 oil changes in the first 100,000 and nothing else except maybe a tire rotation. Yeah. So now our industry is struggling because we don't have the business we had before. And I suggest to you that there's people out there that are changing that that dialogue about your owner's manual, and that's when I hear, well, he said that that manual's not written for Arizona. He says that that's not a good idea. He says, this is the other shop. The other shop says that they need to see me every 3,000. And then we have shops, and I've seen this more than once, and it's been called to my attention recently. We're putting a full synthetic oil in your car, but we're doing the oil change sticker at three and 5,000 miles. And really, it should be between ten and 15,000 miles. So we're calling them back in, and we're not giving them the benefit of the full oil cha- of the oil capability. I saw not too long ago somebody did a premium oil change with a 3,000-mile call on the door sticker. I don't know about that. That mm-hmm. kind of bugs me. Yeah. So I think we're our, our industry, I think you'll agree that our industry is in flux. If we all pay attention to the owner's manual, we're going to lose some business because the intervals in the new car owner's manual, let's go in the last 20, 25 years, the intervals have gone crazy. Yeah. And as a result of that, we have to make up stuff now. So we're now we're, we're giving you free oil changes so that we can have a, a good look at your car and we get a free look at your car. Yep. And so that creates a problem because I'm sticking to the owner's manual, but you're not. And so the customer's in between us. And so who's right and who's wrong? And the default, I think, has to be the owner's manual because it's written for the car. It's written by the person that designed it. But then again, I don't know. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Uncover uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Optimize your income. Minimize your taxes. Do it with a plan. Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning with best-selling author Alan Kiefer. Let's get smarter about planning our retirement and succeeding at retirement. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. 
Listening to 960 The Patriot online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc. Raised up from under my hood and he shook his head. Said, Welcome this back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Real quick, let me tell you about Auto Dynamics. It's up in Sun City. Been around a long time. I've known Chuck and his son Derek. I've known Chuck for, gosh, 40 years. And they have a good shop in Sun City. I believe it to be the very best shop in Sun City for general auto repair. Derek is the son. He runs the one at Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. So if you're in Sun City and you're looking for a good auto repair shop, I would like to recommend, and certainly with all the trust in the world, you'll be treated fairly as Auto Dynamics in Sun City. So at the end of the day, we were talking about what do we do here and what we do there, but we're all of a sudden, the, the calls have blown up, so we're going to them. Tom, you're up first. What can we do for you? Tom? Tom, you know what? Maybe we uh, put Tom on hold and go to Ray. Would that be okay? Ray? Hi, Mark. Hi. Go right ahead, Ray. Uh, Mark, I have a a 2000 uh, Toyota Tacoma uh, with the four-cylinder engine. It has 362,000 miles on it. I have a check engine light, P0171. And occasionally it uh, cranks for a few seconds, then starts first thing in the morning. Um, 171 system lean. Okay. So yeah, it yeah, could be yeah, a leak. A, yeah. Air leak. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. Okay. Um, I don't want you to take that tat, that that <laughs> that position. Um, you really need to replace the. Uh, let's start with the fuel pressure test and make sure that we have the appropriate fuel pressure, and then let's t- replace the oil, the fuel filter because it could be plugged which would cause a lean condition oh we don't cut three whiskers um come on let me finish okay (laughs) let me just finish (laughs) and uh and then let's do this and let's do that and let's do this and let's do that yeah i mean there's there is a lot of that kind of that kind of uh, fluff out there right but let's turn it around mr big shot he's at your shop what are you doing first second and third oh first of all i'm gonna look at actual field trims at when they're high and when they're low if they're high at some point that's why the code's there and okay hold on field trims he's looking at a chart and the middle of the chart is the horizon and above the chart means it's running rich and below the chart it's running lean so when it's running lean it has more air than fuel and when it's running rich it has more fuel than air Right? Right. So you're looking at the trims, you're looking at the numbers to see if, and you want this motor to be right there zigzagging in the middle. Right. Right? Right. Okay. And so basically, yeah, when does it do it, and then any driving conditions. His extended cranking time is an indication it may be on the fuel delivery site, but it could be just an air leak, and then it's just not reading signals right and things like that. So there's a variety of tests. That's the best we can do for you, Ray. The, the issue really is, is, is I think, um, I'm going to throw this out there. You, you, if a shop's going to have it, they want it overnight. 
Yeah, because they're going to want to do the cold start. Exactly, and we want to be able to plug in our scanner and watch what happens, and we want to have a fuel pressure gauge on there at the same time. Right. And so we want to know what it had fuel pressure in the morning before the key was on and after when the key is on, after the key is on, because there's going to be a slight difference there. Yes. And then we're going to go ahead and watch all the trims, and we're going to watch the codes. We don't really care about the codes. We've already been pointed in the right direction. And that's going to cost between what and what? $130 $130 to $170. Okay. And it's going to be something that we're going to know exactly what's going on at the end of that time frame. Right. Now, what's the possibility it's going to be a vacuum leak at the scoopulator valve? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in something of that age with broken or soft or brittle rubber and plastic and things like that, very likely. And that and that's going to cause a lean condition that's not going to necessitate a fuel pump replacement no. or anything like that. No. We're going to fix a problem that's lying to the computer. Right. We're telling the computer the truth. Okay? Yeah. Ray, that's the best we can do, but we're pretty sure that the lean condition is something that is not going... On a 1 to 10 scale, that's going to be a what in difficulty to identify the concern. Hold your fingers up. Okay, we got four and five, and I agree. <laughs> On a one to ten scale, it's a four to five to figure out what that is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I live. Uh, I'm near Blackwell, so I'll uh, send it over. Oh, wait, to them. wait, wait, wait. You, you got. It. You can't throw that in at the end. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't. I can't speak for him. He's probably in the four to five hundred dollar range just to talk to you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and 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 then I'll tell you what. If you're going to take it to Blackwell, tell Blackwell that I'll be uh, your representative, and his diagnosis and estimate needs to go through me. Okay. Well, well, uh, I also uh, I also uh, go near Harker sometimes. Should I just <laughs> either one? Right? No, no. Let me tell you something. Nope. Ellen okay. at Harker's. I'm more scared of her than I am Blackwell. Okay. <laughs> I, I I love Bob and Ellen at Harker's, and but but um I I I'm going to be real particular about tickling the bear when it comes to Ellen. Okay. So no, you cannot use that at, at Harker's. Okay. Okay. Do not poke the bear at Harker. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's right. Oh God! <laughs> you just stuck your foot in your mouth. Hey, um, uh, Gil, take him down right now, and let's move on to Brian. <laughs> Brian, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, fellas. I called you, Mark, oh, several weeks ago about uh, my 07 Hyundai Entourage van with a 3.8, I believe, liter V6 and about 83,000 on it. And I was getting lifter noise and sometimes pretty pronounced, but only on cold startup, not, on, not after it's been run at all. So we had the conversation where I, you know, decided to take it to a Hyundai dealer, and I let them have it for three mornings, and they claim not to hear it, which I don't believe, because this happens 90% of the time, and sometimes it's just a little, what I call lifter noise, and sometimes, oh. you know, it's several seconds. Okay, and okay. so I, got, I was just going to tell you, I got in a conversation with a place where I buy tires, and they've done some minor work for me. And he said, you know, we get a lot of vehicles in of different kinds that have lifter noise and they're newer vehicles. And we took a Chevy pickup to the Chevy dealer about it to get a second opinion. And they, they claimed, oh, it's a normal condition. And I, I just, I'm kind of, I just wanted to give you that information to see what you fellows think about his opinion. <laughs> 
Well, we're not. That, that's that's a do you beat your wife question. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really, really, come on. I'm not commenting on somebody still, else. Do you still beat your wife? Yeah, yeah. Do you still beat your wife? Yeah, you got to have still in there. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Also, it's not as funny. <laughs> it doesn't work if you don't have that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am not. This is a crazy idea that I'm going to comment or even let you guys comment about somebody else saying something else. How many lift? How many lifter noises have we fixed by fixing an exhaust leak? Uh, yesterday, yesterday, only one or two. Yeah, yeah. So, so everybody's out there going da 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 yeah da yeah yeah da yeah yeah yeah, and everybody's commenting about what it could be and what it couldn't be. That doesn't make any. That's in my world. I don't care. I want to know mm-hmm. who fixed it. Yeah, and right. I and and, I, and it needs to make sense. Right. And and an exhaust leak doesn't it make sense that it's there cold and after the moment motor warms up it gets it goes away. Yeah. yeah. So we can chase yep. chase our ass all day long looking for something <laughs> under in the motor. We can put magic uh, lotion potion in the tailpipe. We can put it in the gasoline. We can put it in the engine. We can wave a dead chicken around our head. We can <laughs> flog the the beat the chicken on the hood. We can do all that stupid. Can you tell I'm kind of wound up about yeah, this? Yeah, just a bit. It, it's it's just it's just not productive. It's not productive, mm-hmm. and this is the kind of chatter we get off the internet. Yeah, the internet comes up yeah. with all kinds of guys, and half these guys wouldn't know which end of the screwdriver to stick in the uh, door to steal the car. <laughs> so I, I, well, I can't I tell I'm you. I'm in the East Valley with this vehicle, and I, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to bring it up to Kurt because he's done work for me before, and I, it just doesn't seem right that this thing should clatter on cold startup. Well, and then I think we talked about this at least once or twice before. My advice was is let's change the oil and let's do an oil sample at 1,000 and an oil sample at 2,000 and see if we've got mm-hmm. anything coming apart inside the engine. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. let's look to see if there's something really bad that's causing this camshaft wear, lifter wear, rocker wear, or something mm-hmm. like that. But that, that would kind of move mm-hmm. us away from, okay, it's not anything that's mm-hmm. going to be there forever. But anyway, thank you very much, uh, Brian. Um, Aaron, you stay right there. And I don't know if Tom's back, but if he is, then Tom will be first, Aaron will be second, and anybody else at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Kurt's here from uh, uh, Kurt's Automotive, mm-hmm. and so is Eric. He adopted him a long time ago. And then my son, Alan, and my name is Mark Salem, and we'll be right back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com.
The engineer at University of Phoenix, Inc. in Phoenix, Arizona, will design and develop applications using SQL Server. Requires a master's degree in computer science or a related field, plus one year of software development experience. Experience must include one year of experience with each of the following. Developing applications using SQL Server. Developing reports using SSRS. Programming and administrating databases using SQL Server. And extracting, transforming, and loading data using SSIS. Send a resume to phoenixjobs at phoenix.edu. Reference code 17 in the subject line. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause because if something doesn't feel right it's probably not it's not about paranoia or being afraid it's about standing up and protecting our communities one detail at a time because a lot of little details can become a pattern we 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 trust our instincts just like you should because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday so protect your everyday if you see something suspicious Say something to local authorities. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. I'm making beef sliders for my friend Sammy. Nana taught me to always pull meat off the grill early so it's extra juicy. Use a food thermometer to ensure ground beef is 160 degrees, or you could make people really sick. Sandy didn't think twice about the slider she ate until yoga class, when a nasty case of food poisoning turned her downward-facing dog into upward-moving lunch. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov and learn the steps Maria unwittingly leaves out. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels, and result of the dream of Henry Ford. Okay, Mark Salem here with Kurt from Kurtz Automotive. Eric, his uh, right-hand man and sidekick, and my right-hand man, my son Alan, and my sidekick. And we're here at your service, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us. I'm going to get to Tom and, and Aaron in just a second, but i got a little business. Strictly, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a really great shop. I've known Nate for a long time, and I'm really impressed with his service repair and parts kind of handle on the diesels, on the Ford, the General Motors, the uh, and the Dodge. So if you're up in the I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road area and you want to find uh, somebody, somebody that does just diesels, then Strictly Diesel would be your good place to go. 
if you've got a problem and you can't find a good diesel shop, that would be a good place to start no matter where you live. So Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, and you can go to their website, strictlydiesel.com, and they've got parts and all kinds of good information on their website as well. So Nate at Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Tom, thank you for calling back. How can I help you? Morning, morning. I had a question. Uh, I had recently had a situation, and it was with a, uh, I call it a chain store. A lot of them have a tire name up front, but they're independent, or I don't even know if they're a franchise. Long story short, got in there, the service rider that I talked to wasn't there at pickup time, and then an $800 job when we got there, it said $1,200 on it. So as far as remedy or where would you go to for resolution, you know, just dealing with a problem, you can't just stand there and get in the guy's face. So so in, in the short, you went in, the bid was 800 and when you got there to pick up your car, it was 1200 Yes, if I was that service rider, I wouldn't have been there either. He <laughs> <laughs> knew he was coming. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're laughing at someone's misfortune. Right, here. right. Okay, we are. And, and, Kurt, I heard you say that, and I want to counsel you about that <laughs> because you should not have made fun I, I'm sorry, Dad. Tom. <laughs> um, you know... I am speechless. We're going to go one at a time. Raise your hand if you've got something. If you've got your thoughts in order, I don't see any hands here. Uh, it, it's it's. Did you pay with a credit card? Uh, we ended up paying cash with it, but in retrospect, we should have. Yeah, I don't know that there is anything. Um, do you have anything? Did they Do- explain to you? Yeah. Did what did they say to you? How did it get four hundred dollars more? Well, he got there, then, uh, you know, to replace the alternator was X amount of dollars. And then, of course, you know, the idler, the tensioner, and and the belt and everything. And then it turned out the alternator had a declutching on the end of it. And uh, I still don't know where the extra $200 came, you know, the 1200 on it. Yeah. So it was... Uh, and, you know, I sent my granddaughter down to pick up her car, and it was that kind of thing. So uh, I don't know. For some reason, I just get the impression, you know, they're going to take the easy ones, if you know what I mean. Okay. Um, it, it, well, i got a couple of comments. First of all, if this was the granddaughter's transaction, no one's going to listen to you because they need to, she, she needs to be the mouthpiece of this dispute. Okay. So, um, you, that doesn't mean you can't help ghostwrite her complaint to the chain's uh, home office. It doesn't mean you can't ghostwrite the complaint to Yelp or to a lot of the other review places in the Internet. Um, it's it's something that, that uh, she needs to be up front because, frankly, I don't know about you, Kurt, but I don't like it when i got to talk to dads on about their 28-year-old daughter's no, car. No, it's, it's a rough one. Yeah, it's a tough It's a tough thing. Now, I'm not, I'm not I'm just using right. examples. Right, right. In, in your particular case, I think, I, I don't know, if if it were my daughter, I would say, let's start with Yelp. Let's start with some nice complaints. Let's start with just some nothing fire-breathing, nothing bad words, just some real, I went in, they said this, and I went in, they had, it was this, and they had a lot of, uh, they told me there was a lot of exceptions, then they had to do extra. I think the first thing I would do is call back the guy who, 
whoever approved the estimate, call back the person who gave them the estimate. If that guy wasn't there, that's the first person who I would call back and talk to. And and that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And then the, the paper trail should tell him who that was. Yeah. Who gave him the estimate? Yeah. Who the service writer initially was? Yeah. Okay. What happens if the if the person that gave the the estimate was the technician? And then when he got there, the, t- the bill was $1,200 instead of 8 It sounds like she, they added a uh, tensioner and a belt and stuff, which is not uncommon, but there should have yeah. been conversation before that ever yeah. happened. No question yeah. about that. No. Okay. And then, so then he has two choices. He can either say fine and live with it and have this be a $400 lesson to the young lady with the car. Um, that's really all he can do. Yeah, there's really nothing because more. Because if he got the product, the, the 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 breakup isn't did he not get what he paid for? Evidently, the breakup is he didn't get told what they were going to do to the car after they upped the ante and added more parts. And it looks kind of shady that way. Yeah, it looks you know. Yeah, well, you you, you it's. It's shady is a difficult word to yeah. swallow on that. It's real self-serving. Yes. And they could have called back and said, we have to make this change. There's a whole lot that can go on there. But um, it's it's real self-serving to just complain that we had to do this and, and, and we had to elevate this to some. Who I'm thinking, anybody thinking with me, I wonder if it was the belt all along and the tensioner all along that yeah. wasn't driving the alternator. Yeah, you just... Yeah, when well, they put a new alternator on it, and they had the tensioner in the belt, and all of a sudden it, the new alternator's not charging, and then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know that happens. Yeah. And you know why we know that happened, old gray-haired guy? Because it, it happened. It's, <laughs> no, it happened at our shop, and that's where yeah. we learned it. All the time. All the time. That's yep. exactly right. That's yep. right. It's not nothing that we haven't seen before. Nope, nope. Um, Tom, I, I don't know. I'm I'm agreeing with Alan and these guys. I think a nice letter to the change store about the, the difference. And I think the, the two sentences I'd like you to say is, is I would have liked to have been involved in the decision-making process when they started spending $400 more. I, okay. And I, and I would have liked to have my old parts back. I would have said that. And 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 um, I don't think it's fair for them to take and increase my estimate by twenty five percent without my authorization. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Are most, and, and, most of these stores are they com- company stores, or franchise? A lot of them where you see a tire name out on the front of the building. Or they can be the either. They can be either. either. They can yeah. They can be a company owned store, which means there's a traveling manager, or they can be a franchise. The French guy's guy will be more interested in getting this handled, I in Mark Salem's yeah. opinion, than the uh, the, uh, the corporate the, store. Yeah, the the the, uh, <laughs> the the guy who has forty of these stores and he's got these kinds of problems every day of his life. Okay, we're going to take a break. And and Aaron, please wait for me because I'm going to take you the minute I open my mouth on the other side of these commercials. Our beautiful daughter Ashley was only 12 years old when a distracted driver went through the light and ran into our van. When an email comes over your phone or a phone call or voicemail, it's not worth it. Life is more important than your phone's beep. Stop the distracted driving, Arizona, please. Sponsored by the Arizona Chapter National Safety Council and the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Aired in cooperation with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. 
As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Oh boy, I'm telling you what, there's something going crazy at this place, I'll tell you what, everybody, is anybody not got their panties all wadded up? Holy, all right, let's, let's start, first of all, I'm going to Aaron, I don't care what you guys say, Aaron, thank you, thank you very much, how can we help you, we're all, you got 100% of our attention. You sure it's 100%? All right, sounds good. <laughs> Are you there? I, I am. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, I got a, um, I got an oak. I had it since it was new. It's time to do like some upgrades and some like repairs and stuff. I'm wondering, is there a good Land Rover mechanic in the West Valley that you guys know about? It's not going to kill me like an arm and a leg for price. Well, uh, well, you it's know, a, here's the problem with the question is the, the the real problem with the question is that the Land Rover is like a point one 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 of the cars in the fleet. So you're putting two words together that trouble me, good and Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. And um, so the first question is, is good Land Rover? Does, do you guys lean on anybody with Land Rovers at all? Do you know anybody? No. Okay, the answer is no. If you're going to do upgrades, I think what I would do, have you figured on what you want to upgrade you want to do? do you, have you figured out what the brand name of the exhaust you want to put on it? Well, I was thinking more like lift, you know, lift as far as, as upgrades. But immediately I want to do engine-wise. I want to, like, do some repair work on the engine. Okay. There's there's a lot of us that are in the performance division, which is the four of us in here. It's it's not having a target and not having a, a, a path is the most difficult thing because you, the expectations of of all the people involved are likely to be very different. Yeah. yeah. So when you start talking about upgrading the motor and stuff like that or doing modifications to the motor, if you're going to, you know, is do you want to put a blower on it? Is that kind of what you're thinking? <laughs> no, if anything, I would just do like a, a, a two or three. Even before that. Um, okay. Some repairs, like some wheel speed sensors and things like that, gasket replacements and all that. So I think he just wants to bring it up to par and then modify the, the suspension. suspension. Right. Okay. So he may be looking right. for like an overlounding outfit because they work on a lot of those Land Rovers. That's that's their specialty because oh. okay. your your lift shops they don't do Land Rovers, but your overlanding people that's what they use a lot of. Okay. And it, where are they located? Uh, we have one we personally know, uh, and he's up in the very North Valley though. So. Okay. 
Well, what's the name of it? Uh, what is it? Vagabond. Yeah. Vagabond. Vagabond. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Vagabond is one name that we've accessed, and, and it didn't come with a bunch of bad words right. after. Right. There's others. Uh, I'm thinking, like, uh, he might even check with, uh, he's in the, what part of the valley is he in? Where you at, Aaron? He said West Valley. I'm in the West Valley. I'm in okay. Glendale. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking that Desert Rat, I think, does some of that stuff as well as flying high on the overlanding as well. Uh, but uh, see, it looks like he's got two things going on I here. Agree. He wants to do the lift. He wants to do maybe tires, wheels. He wants to maybe do some overlanding yeah. stuff. But then he wants to do some I basic. I want to do all that later. But he wants to do all the... that later. Okay, we understand. I want to get it up to par. Yeah, so he needs a good. Maintenance. Re- repair yeah. shop rather okay. than an off-road yeah. shop. Okay. Yeah, he needs. Well, yeah. It, 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 he's in the West Valley. Does Harker's? Yeah, Harker's. I mean, yeah, Harker's Thirty Eighth Avenue in any school. I don't think Land Rover. We need to hunt down a Land Rover no, guy to no. do oil no, changes. No, we we all do Land Rover work in our shops. Yeah, of so, that type of stuff. Yeah, anything oh, that's okay. got spark plugs and exhaust pipes and and uh, and got a key for the ignition, we can we can do maintenance on and 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 stuff like that. I yeah. don't think you need that. Let's do that. Let's get it up to par. Yeah. Let's get it up to par first, yeah. and during that process, pay attention to what they see as they're getting it up to par. Right. What kind of services right. does it need? Yeah. What kind of defects yeah. does it have? And then after that, then you'll decide. And if that shop pleases you, then afterwards you say to the shop, okay, I'm ready to start looking at lifting the vehicle. And so give me some advice on where to go right. and who to talk to. Right. Yeah. And so you, exactly. you're going to... You're going to have that chain of, yeah. uh, of, of, of you're going to have that chain of responsibility. Yeah. So we're going to go from one shop who did a good job to his referral. Right. And that's a good idea. Yeah. So, right. Well, Aaron, um, what I'll year was that Land Rover again? It's a 2003. I got a hundred thousand miles on it. Gosh, your wife's been driving the wheels off of that thing, oh, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you know, I, park it. I, I barely drive it. It's like my weekend toy, but I want to like get it up the bar and, you know, play with it a little more. The smartest Land Rover guy I know works for us. Is that right? Yeah. Daniel. That, sure. you know, I, he works at a Land Rover dealership for years and years and years, and he's into overlanding, and he's up in Sedona right now overlanding. I mean, I would at least pick his brain as far as what to get and what not to, you know. You're right. It's better than picking his nose. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, you're 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 good. Okay, Aaron. Here here's the deal. Have you got a pencil handy? I do have a pencil. Okay, um, you're going to send an email with your information to Alan. Yeah, yeah. Do at that. SalemBoysAuto.com. Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com. Our service writer is a Land Rover. A fiction. Uh, he's a guru. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to put the two of you together on his time. Okay. Alan so did. we're we're going to give him. You're going to send Alan your your contact information. Alan's going to hand it to um, the service writer, and then he will contact you. And that's okay with us. Oh. I'm not using any names because I don't want people to start calling asking for Alan because they think he's a Land Rover guy. <laughs> because my son Alan just got out of jail, and we're just trying to reacclimate him to society anyway. <laughs> So, gotcha, but gotcha. but anyway, Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com, and we'll make that connection for you, and he will give you good advice. Yep. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Yep. You bet. It's uh, gosh darn, it gets tough around here sometimes. <laughs> the, you want to take Mike? Um, yeah, Mike. God bless you. Thank you very much. How can we help you? Hey, hey guys. Hi, Mark. How are you? 
good, good. Hey, uh, I got a 2008. I've called you on this car before. I have a 2008 Lexus IS250. It's got about 170,000 on it. And I just wanted your guys' opinion on this transmission. It's a sealed transmission. And my owner's manual doesn't have any maintenance on the transmission. Okay. So what do you guys think? Well, I'll take it first. I'm, I'm thinking we take a one-inch hole saw and drill a hole, a hole in the side of the case. And then we just stick a suck tube down in there and suck all you the You know what's easier, Mark? We can just cut it through the console and go in through the top. Oh, and then he has an extra cup holder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, uh, Eric? Take it. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of these transmissions that say they got lifetime fluid, no servicing needed to blow up at 100000 because yeah. they never got maintenance. Mm-hmm. And I've seen ones that say yeah. you should maintain it. And it's the exact same transmission, put in a different manufacturer's vehicle. They maintain it regularly, and they run two hundred thousand. So, right. it's it. I don't care what they say; they need some maintenance. Right. Well, right, wrong, or okay. indifferent. Okay. The manufacturer tells you don't don't touch it. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if it's, not, it's possible yeah, it's to service in my them. book about it. I mean, what what, what yeah, do you do? What would you do? There's there's always a drain and fill on them. Okay, there always is. Yeah. It it, uh, it it you only have two choices. Either to follow the manufacturer's recommendations and notice the manufacturer, the guy who built the car, and then the recommendation is not the Bible, it's not the law, it's not one of the Ten Commandments. What Eric's is saying is, is, is there are times you have, and frankly, so have we. Yeah. We've done a suck and fill on those things. Yeah. Okay. We're going to suck all the fluid out okay. and put new fluid in it. That 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 does happen. If it makes you feel good, the only question I would have if I was the customer is. What fluid are you going to use on this secret transmission yeah. with sealed unit? Yeah. And and there's going to be a little research we need to do yeah. to find out what fluid to put back in it. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah, the, the thing is, is there's really only half a dozen transmission manufacturers. So, I mean, your BMW has the same transmission as your you know, Chrysler and the Mercedes is the same as the Chrysler. And Jaguar. Sh- Jaguar. Yeah, they all, hire, they all share. So BMW and Mercedes say don't service it, and Chrysler says service it. You know, Jaguar says service it. The ones that get service last way longer. And and I agree. I agree. The, mm-hmm. the preventative maintenance, this is one of the things that I I feel comfortable, and clearly you and Kurt do too, and Alan, to, to, we all feel comfortable. We're going to deviate from what the manual says. Yes. It's in your best interest. Okay. The question then is, is off the top of your head, boys, how much is it going to cost to flush and fill that transmission with with the appropriate stuff. Give me a window. I'm not going to 175 to 225. Alan? I have no idea. Okay. I was going to say 250. And I was going to say 300 or less. Yeah. You know, something like that. But, yeah, um, none of us have any heartburn with that. It's going to take a little okay. bit of research to find out what to go back in. With. Well, he said it's a Lexus. It's going to be your standard Toyota fluid, so I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, you got to be right. careful because some of that Ram fluid's 20 bucks a quart. Yeah, yeah. it is. Some of the new 8-speed eight eight stuff. stuff, yeah. Is it twenty dollars a quart? Twenty dollars a quart. A quart. Is and that it, our cost, or is that what we're charging? No, I think that's that's list. Oh, okay. okay because if if it costs um, Eric twenty dollars, we have to be careful because he's going to charge fifty yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. You know but so, yeah, and, no, no, those sixty-five. Things, sixty-five. For yeah. and those things take a pretty oh. good amount of fluid, right? Uh, yeah, ten quarts or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And the new ten speeds. Oh wow, the eight, yeah. eight, eight speed, eight, eight, eight speed Dodge. Yeah. So your yours is different than we're talking about, yeah. but we're starting to see this trend ramp up slightly yeah. with respect to don't okay. touch. I think it's a marketing. I think the marketing people wrote that. Oh, you don't need to service our transmission; it's sealed for life. Right. Well, BM, I, BMW done that with the ZF. They said lifetime fluid, mm-hmm. and that was a misprint yeah. when it got translated from German to English. 
I talked to some people Ooh. that knew, and it's the same transmission they put in the Jaguar, and they recommend 60,000 miles. Okay. Services. So there we've got a lot of those kinds of yeah. problems. Yeah. So the default, though, okay. let's let's use this as a as a as a. The default is is wouldn't it be a good idea to at least look at the fluid and maybe the filter? Yeah, at right. The, at a hundred thousand mile mark. Right. Yeah. Okay. No at matter the latest, what. At the latest. At the latest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, That's, Mark. What what was that? What was that name of that transmission uh, shop that you always uh, recommend? Uh, automatic transmission. There. Automatic transmission yeah. exchange. Okay, yeah. Where where is that located? Fortieth Street in Washington. Fortieth Street in Washington. Okay, would that be a good place to take it? Oh yeah. I mean any general repair okay. or or fill over to automatic okay. transmission, that'd be no problem at all. And and you know what? Phil's okay. really good. He's one of the old time guys like Kurt with Phil. little uh, just a lot of brain but no hair. And and, <laughs> and, and, and what, what he'll do is is if he can't find how to drain it, he'll just drill a hole in the case and just drain it out and then he'll put some uh, I told you, uh, the console. Yeah. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll just give him a call and see what he recommends. Uh, yeah, that's know. a good idea. Yeah. Like I that's said the book book doesn't say anything about it. It's got 170 yeah. on it. So and it okay. runs fine. Everything's fine. All righty. Well, good luck to you, Mike. Thank you very much. Okay, folks, we're going to be here for another hour, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have made a mess of the first hour. There's no question about that. When we come back, though, I still want to go back to what we talked about at the very beginning of last hour, and this is the idea that our industry has a, some in our industry has a bad habit of deviating from the owner's manual, and it always favors them it doesn't favor the customer so we don't hear anybody saying oh gosh you can go a lot more than 10,000 miles with that um, $150 synthetic oil change yeah go to 200 it doesn't make any <laughs> difference you know we don't hear that oh you can't do that oh yeah. that, that that oil can't go that far uh, you really if you're going to put synthetic in it your engine's going to love you and, and and it will love you but we really need to change that at 3,000 miles that's a problem. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem. We have to we have to get our wrap together. We have to be able to to, to come onto the same page. And that's that's you guys can't imagine the emails I get and the phone calls I get Monday through Friday, seven days a week. And this is dominating it now. Um, I saw an ad the other day, and um, it's uh, it's a ad that says get buy three get one for free. Mm. The 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 print the small print was. <laughs> eye-opening it only applies to these three tire sizes yeah <laughs> you know and then you have to do an alignment and you have to do this and you have to do that and it's not covered here and it is covered there and it's not covered here and it is covered there it's just amazing mm-hmm. the trash that comes out of that small print i know and it's 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 disheartening for our industry but this is what i'm going to leave you to dwell on i think we're in this mess right now because the newer cars need so less service than the cars we've been every year mm-hmm. it's that it's getting better and better on the new cars mm-hmm. and so now we're making up our own rules and if i hear it once i hear it a hundred times like you guys do ah uh, that's not written for arizona mm. that manual's not written for arizona hear that yeah all the time mm-hmm. i got a story about that when you get when we get back okay hang on to yeah, it. I will. but those are the issues the issues is is our industry is kind of start if we do what we're supposed to do our business is going to drop a little bit because the newer cars just have different intervals, different, longer, yeah. better. We don't do spark plugs at 10,000 miles anymore. We do no. it at 100,000 miles. Yeah. 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 There's a big difference. But we got spark plugs that cost how much? What's the most biggest, the most expensive uh, spark plug? 12 to $15 a plug. 
yeah, we've seen oh, uh, twenty five yeah. and thirty. Have you seen the that? early yeah. North Stars, I think, were thirty or thirty five up there. Well, exactly. Yeah. So those are the kinds of issues. Is is, gosh, um, it's going to be different for the next few years. We'll be back.